difficult to understand the sum of a person's life. Some people will tell you it's measured by the ones left behind. Some believe it can be measured in faith. Some say by love. Other folks say life has no meaning at all. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. So on today's episode of The Thought Spot, I wanted to talk about how I manage my anxiety when I take my ADHD medication. So let's get into it. I'm sure a lot of the people who watch my videos or follow me have diagnosed or undiagnosed ADHD, you know? And so if you do have ADHD and you are medicated for it, or if you have been medicated for it in the past, a lot of you may know that ADHD medication a lot of the times are stimulant medication and so therefore it can really really exacerbate or create anxiety through raising your blood pressure and your heart rate. A way I like to describe the specific type of anxiety I feel when I take my stimulants is I feel like this very intense energy just trying to claw its way out of my body but it can't and so it feels very uncomfortable because it honestly feels like a bunch of spikes like poking in all directions underneath my skin and you just feel a lot of that tension in your body and your heart is racing and you just almost feel like you finished running a marathon but you just woke up and had your cup of coffee and took your medication and of course like that's not how you want to feel first thing in the morning right and so going into a little bit of history on my experiences with ADHD medication is I've been taking medication for my ADHD for about a year now. All of this is done under the directions of a psychiatrist, but we've been experimenting with extended release Adderall and instant release Adderall. I must say, although I really, really love the medication because it helps me focus a lot better, it helps me with hyper-focusing on certain things like food. Without my medication, food is like my ultimate hyper-focus because it provides the most dopamine hit for me. So I notice that when I do take my ADHD medication, I'm not thinking about food all day like I would be without the medication. So it allows me to concentrate on getting work done and it also allows me to have enough space to get other work done without getting distracted by other things that provides that dopamine hit for me. So far, I've been only medicated with Adderall and Adderall is a stimulant. A lot of the times when I do wake up in the morning and I take my ADHD medication, I already am diagnosed with anxiety. So if you can imagine taking a stimulant while you already have anxiety, it just kind of exacerbates the anxiety. And I've noticed that when I wake up in the morning and I take my Adderall, within like 30 minutes to an hour, I notice my heart rate will go up a lot and my heart will be racing. I'll feel really anxious. I'll feel very tense and uncomfortable. I'll even notice that I grind my teeth as well and it's just it's very uncomfortable and I had to be very very mindful of like putting different practices into my routine in order to manage that anxiety or else life would just be very very painful to live. I'm sure a lot of you with chronic anxiety knows how bad it could feel 
people, especially because once you have chronic anxiety, it's not just a thing that comes up situationally. Like you could literally be going on a pretty peaceful day, but you just have that extreme physical discomfort the whole time. And you could wake up in the morning and immediately have that physical discomfort of that anxiety. And for me personally, my anxiety is not necessarily presented through my thoughts as it may have in the past. At this point in my life, my anxiety is mostly physical symptoms. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things I do in my morning routine to help manage my anxiety so that I'm not going on the rest of my day feeling as if I am constantly on edge and constantly feeling like that fight or flight response kicking in at all times, which could be very, very uncomfortable to go through that. If I don't nip that anxiety in its butt when the Adderall first kicks in, that anxiety will physically carry through the rest of the day up until bedtime. And that is no way to live. You don't want to live like that. You don't want to live in that state of being. It's not good for you. It's not healthy and it doesn't feel good either. So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I go, I make myself my cup of coffee. This ritual is super, super important to me. It's very meditative and it's very comforting to know that I can make myself a nice cup of coffee and have something warm to drink first thing in the morning. And while I make myself coffee, I usually go take my medication. Sometimes if I'm hungry, I'll eat some food. I'll make myself a toast. It takes around 30 minutes for the medication to kick in. And this is kind of my first thing in the morning ritual. Find a sensory stimulation that 
that really helps you reach that meditative state so that you could really pop into getting your day started a lot easier because trust me you guys before i figured out that i need an auditory stim at all times when i'm doing anything it was so hard for me to pop into any sort of task at all like i could literally just lay in bed for hours not wanting to get my day started and that's just not sustainable and that's not good for you especially when you have responsibilities because let's be honest we're adults here we have to get our day started we have to get shit done that's just the truth of the matter right and so for me popping my airpods in when i first wake up and finding something to listen to allows me to flow right into the day make my coffee take my medication make myself some breakfast sometimes by the time i'm done eating my breakfast and drinking a few sips of my coffee the medication will kick in and that's when i could get into other tasks moving into what happens when that medication kicks in usually once the medication kicks in i'll take my dog out for our morning walk this kind of helps me to center myself a little bit and get my body moving in a very easy way that is not straining and it helps get me connected to the elements outside so feeling the wind on my skin again it's another sensory stimulation that helps me reach that meditative state it helps ground me as well especially once that medication starts kicking in and you start to experience that high blood pressure your increased heart rate that anxiety as well it's nice to get your body moving a little bit so that you have some energy getting released out of your body and you get to drop into that meditative state of being connected with the feeling of the air the wind the sun on your skin or the cool crisp air wherever you are and just feel as if you don't have to think about anything other than enjoying your walk after i finish walking my dog i usually walk her for about 15 minutes i'll get home and i'll start to get my day started usually around this time i check in with myself and where i'm at with my anxiety some days my anxiety will be really really bad and the walk won't really do much for me usually on days like this i like to take extra care to slow down more i know sometimes people like to get their day started in the morning and it'll really pick up more and more as you drop into your day but on days where my anxiety is really bad i need to slow down before getting it things started if that makes sense and so when i get home from the walk instead of popping straight into work, I'll actually do certain practices that will help slow me down and ground me even more because I feel like it's useless to pop into work when I'm not being mindful of my anxiety levels. The symptoms of that and the toll it takes on my body, I feel like that just doesn't do me justice. And your anxiety will start to bleed into your day and your other tasks in ways that you really don't want it to. And so I really need to nip it in the butt and like address that anxiety right away something i like to do is breath work and meditation and just getting in tune with my body and slowing everything down i'm basically reminding my body that it's safe because your mind will know that it's safe and there's nothing to worry about but that doesn't necessarily mean your body knows it right sometimes there could be that disconnect especially when you have ptsd and you're a survivor of trauma on days where my anxiety levels are very very high i need to remind my body that it's safe and the only way to do that is to 
do these physical practices because you can't speak some sense into your body. You can't comfort your body through words. You have to do it through actions, right? I will find a place in my house where I could feel some sun on my skin. This really helps me drop into that meditative state, like being able to feel the warmth on my eyelids when they're closed and I'm laying down and I'll just lay there and I'll concentrate on my breathing. I really wanna emphasize this for my viewers who have ADHD. Meditation and breath work doesn't have to be what you think it is and what you see on videos where people are just sitting extremely still breathing and they could do this for long periods of time. For me and for a lot of you out there, meditation and breath work, it's totally possible to drop into meditation and to gain all that groundedness even when you're not practicing it in the ways that is stereotypically presented to us. So for me, I fidget a lot. I move a lot during my meditations. And as you can see in this clip, every few minutes, you could see me shifting my body. And I want to explain what goes through my mind when I am dropping into this breath work and meditation. The first thing on my mind when I drop into breath work and meditation is just connecting to my breath, concentrating on the inhales and exhaling very, very slowly. I'll even make my mouth a little bit smaller so that the air takes a lot longer to leave the body. This will really help calm you down because it helps tap into your parasympathetic nervous system. And I'll inhale for four to five seconds and I'll exhale for like eight seconds. Sometimes I'll even hold my breath on the inhale for a few seconds and then I'll exhale very, very slowly. And once I feel like I've tapped into my breath and I've slowed down my mind and my body starts to slow down as well, that's when I'll tap into the sensations that my body is experiencing. A lot of the times when I first tap into that sensation, I'll notice how tense I am. And so when this happens and I recognize where I'm holding that tension, and a lot of the times for me, it's my back, I'll begin to do certain stretches and body positions that'll help release that tension in that specific part of my body. So as you could see, immediately I'll lift my arms up and I'll position my arms further apart so that my chest chest begins to open up and I'll bring my shoulder blades together and so that way I'm kind of opening myself up and releasing that tension. These are things I begin to do to relax my body even more. By the time I get to this point, I feel a lot calmer. You will literally feel that physical effect of breathing and centering yourself immediately. You almost feel as if you're high once you get that extra oxygen in your body and you slow yourself down and you physically come yourself and nurture yourself. I don't keep a time frame in mind when I do this. I feel like it's important for me to not have a time frame in mind. And this goes for how long I want to be doing this. And it goes for whether or not I have something else I have to do. And so I have to be mindful of making sure I make a call on time or get an email out on time. When I do drop into this specific practice, I need to know that I don't have to be mindful of time. So therefore I could let go of the concept of time. And that helps you drop into this practice more and reap those benefits of like centering yourself, grounding yourself and just not worrying about anything. So I don't give myself a goal as to like, oh, I wanna do this for 30 minutes. I wanna breathe for 30 minutes. I wanna meditate 
meditate for 30 minutes. Sometimes I drop into this practice and I'll do 10 minutes and I'll feel great. Sometimes I'll drop in and I'll be in that breathwork meditation practice for even an hour. Every single day is different. Every single time you drop in, it's going to be different. You're gonna have different needs. So it's safe to say when you are gonna drop in, give yourself the luxury of being able to completely lose yourself in that moment and tap into your intuition as to how long you wanna be in that practice so that you could really, really tune in with yourself and sometimes this is not enough to help calm my body down. And so the next thing I do that helps me is a physical task. So sometimes my anxiety is really bad. Going on a walk is not enough. Doing breath work and meditation is not enough. On days like this, I need to do a mindless physical task. A mindless physical task for me means doing something physical that you don't have to think about, but can keep your body occupied as you listen to something else. And this specific combination of that sensory stimulation, so for me, that auditory stimulation combined with physically stimulating yourself in a mindless way, it really helps calm your body down and ground yourself. And so some things I like to do is vacuum the house. I have a little handheld vacuum cleaner and I have a golden retriever and I have a cat with pretty long hair. So there's a lot of shedding that happens in my house. What I like to do as maintenance, but also it helps me meditate and calm down as well, is to go around the house with this handheld vacuum cleaner and just vacuum up all the hairballs that I see. There's an abundance of hair anyways. So even if I vacuum every single day, literally the next day there'll be hair on the floor. So it just helps calm me down to see all that hair being sucked into the vacuum. Like it's visually pleasing, it's physically stimulating, and I also have that auditory stim. And so my body is being stimulated in these very comforting ways that helps reduce and helps release that anxiety as well. Another thing I like to do is I've been starting a vegetable garden lately from scratch. I've been planting starter pots full of seeds and I've been kind of like maintaining it. And this is another very mindless task that is very repetitive. I'm able to put a lot of time and effort into to something without having to think too much about it. Usually I'll listen to some sort of podcast while I'm doing something like this. A task like this will take me maybe like 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. Usually something like this will help calm me down a lot as well. Another thing I like to do is some body movement. This could be like a short little easy workout and usually when I do these workouts, it's not meant to get me tired. It's not meant to make my body look a certain way. Usually when I do these workouts or stretches, it's literally to get me connected with my body and how my body feels. This is almost like a physical meditation if you want to think about it that way. What I like to do is yin yoga or I do these short little workouts by this creator online called Studio Jibby. She does a lot of short, easy at-home workout routines that are like five minutes, sometimes 10 minutes to 15 minutes long, and they're not really tiring. It's literally just enough physical work to get your body breathing and to feel your arms and legs and feel that connection to your body parts. I know sometimes people who struggle with PTSD and anxiety can feel a disconnect 
disconnect from their body, like a sense of disassociation. Doing these easy, quick workouts is not only very stress-free because I know committing to 30 minute workout or an hour workout could be a lot mentally for you to commit to. So knowing that I could just do this five minute easy workout is very comforting. So that is really, really nice. Groundedness. These are things that helps with the anxiety is to center yourself, ground yourself, and these are all of my grounding practices. And if you guys haven't noticed yet, what ties all of these practices together is they involve senses, they involve your physical experience, your body. When it comes to physical anxiety, journaling and thinking and talking, ruminating, processing, these are things that won't necessarily help with that anxiety. I think it's important to really like discern which anxiety you're experiencing because a lot of the times I notice people, whenever they're feeling anxious, they want to immediately like ruminate and process why they're feeling anxious. And so a lot of people will drop into journaling and they'll journal for like 30 minutes and then after they pop out of it they're like you know this didn't really help me at all like I still feel anxious and I feel like it's important to know what you're experiencing so that you can actually do things that will help you alleviate that stress and anxiety that you're feeling a lot of the times your anxiety is going to be a physical anxiety so you have to do physical practices to help ground and center yourself and alleviate that physical anxiety yes those are a few of my practices i do in the morning to help combat the anxiety that i experience especially the anxiety i experience after taking my adhd medication let me know do you guys experience anxiety and do you guys experience physical or mental anxiety because there's a pretty big difference between the two let me know if you guys try out any of these practices and let me know if any of it helps you guys I would love to hear that and you already know if you haven't yet give this video a like it really helps with the algorithm it helps me out a lot as well and if you haven't yet joined the community subscribe to my channel I make new videos every single week and if you know anyone in your life that struggles with physical anxiety especially if they have ADHD and are medicated for ADHD, send this video to them. Who knows? It might be very, very helpful to someone out there. But yeah, if you've gotten this far, thank you guys for watching and tuning in on today's episode. I will see you guys on next week's video. Bye guys.